Check it, check out Creole. Let's go. Check out Creole. She boy retro. She boy retro. She 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 boy. She boy she boy retro. Try this shit again. Bitch ass recorder. Bitch ass plug. <laughs> Should put that table right there. I ain't worried about it. You want to grab it? Nah, that's cool. What, you want to hold it the whole time? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> straight right here. What would you like now? No, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you was going to hold it the whole time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, child. You was some loud. My bad, my bad. Testing one, two, one, two. One, two up in the building, not a sound. Let's go. You talk? Let's go. Talk, talk in the mic. Hello? Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of All. But yeah, I'm your girl, Creole, and with your mm. boy, Retro. And we are back after a two-week hiatus. Oh, my goodness. You just took over the intro like that, huh? Oh, yeah. You always tell me I'm, you know, always I mean, tell me I'm, I'm, I'm down. That about, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. What? Oh, the where are they? Nope. Oh, wrong button. Nope. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Let's get some applause on this. Thank shit. you. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> we gotta remember that damn button. <laughs> well, whenever we get the other one, you can actually. I think you can actually see what's what. Or I'll just write a little. A uh, chart saying, okay, A's for this, B's for this, C's for this. Butt scratcher. Butt scratcher. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It is Saturday, rainy Saturday. Yeah, it's been about two weeks. Two weeks? It's yeah. been two weeks. Two weeks. Like we, we disappeared for a child. month and then we like came back and then we disappeared for another two weeks. Well, you know what I mean? And so now every, all our listeners hate us. Nobody they forgot us. about us. They love us. Forgot about us. So look, let me tell you what's going on. Um, I had a temp job service. So I was doing dealing with that. Uh Creole, she was working, doing her thing. Yeah, we haven't been able to record during the week. So we're right. we're trying to get re reacclimated with uh, with recording on Saturdays again. Yeah. For um, now. For now. So until I have another possible schedule change. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so. gonna be another feat. So just bear with us. Or like I said, until we get sponsors and we could do this we full time. And yeah, we <laughs> won't have to worry about that. Or we get a radio gig. Either or. So let me tell y'all what recently happened. So I was working for this company called um I'm not gonna say their name directly, but um, they um, it's called a number mattress, and 
Number. We'll just say it rhymes with beep mumber. There you go. And now they had gave out uh, to the employees a free bed. You know, you had till December this year to, you know, order it and have it delivered. So I order it. It got rescheduled. Okay, whatever. I got laid off. I get no notification that it was canceled, so it was supposed to begin deliver soon, 21st. I go check on it. They say, oh, the order's been canceled because you're no longer employed. I say, well, well, what kind of shit that is? That that was given to me as an employee. So you tell me if I would have got the bed beforehand, you would have come and got the bed for me? But the thing was, they gave that to y'all in place of a cash bonus. Right. That was their way of getting out of giving y'all a cash bonus. So it's still technically, it still should be technically owed to you. That's all right. They can have that funky ass blow up mattress. No, because then they owe you money. That's how I feel. Well, I ain't worried about it. I'm closing that. They chapter. were use, they were using it. They were using that like to slide out of giving you a cash bonus. I am closing that chapter and leaving that as is. That's fine. You know what I'm just realizing on this real cool thing? Is that Stark's Tower right there? Possibly. In the Daily Planet. And I think that's Stark's Tower. As I said, it might be the Avengers Tower and uh the Daily Planet behind it. Right. And that's the Seattle thing. So you tell me that's where. So actually, Space stocks, Needle. No. Stock Towers in Seattle. No, because that's the Golden Gate Bridge in the middle. Man, they jumbled all this shit up. Yeah, they jumbled it all together. Because see, you got King Kong on the Empire State Building right next to the Space Needle. Right. And you got Big Ben being sucked. We, we're just. I'm sorry, guys. We like easily distracted. We just sit up here describing. The damn uh, oh, screensaver for Roku. It's all different movies. It's all too. different movies. That's the yeah. uh, Back to the Future clock thing. That's the and that's the um, that's Big Ben. That's uh, that's Jaws. Titanic. That's, yeah, that's Titanic, and that's Jaws with there, and that's under Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. That shit tight. Okay, I rocks with it. Yeah. So yeah, it's all movie based settings. Okay, I don't know what that diner shit's supposed to be. So yeah, you got the planes, and that's probably E.T. in the, the background. Future. You got the um, <sighs> volcano. You got... Yeah, so it's all just like little bits of movies. Little diner. Yeah, the diner one, I don't know. Okay. That's it. Is that... I think that's Emerald City, too. Maybe. That's supposed to be Emerald City. One short day in the Emerald City. I'm sorry. Is that from Wicked? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys and girls. So I hope everyone is doing well. Like I said, I do thank y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and listening. Um, first of all, we must give our respects to Biz Marquis, uh, one of the greatest beatboxers, hip-hop artists of our time, has passed away. So passed away uh, yesterday. After a long fight with diabetes. That's what it was, diabetes? Mm-hmm. He had been, he actually had been really sick recently. Damn, sugar. Like he had been, like he had been in the ICU for months, mm-hmm. actually. So, and then, so there was like a, I wouldn't say like a hoax, but I think like somebody just prematurely announced like a couple of weeks ago that he had passed, but probably he had been like on the downslope. Right. And so Revolt, Revolt's Instagram page got like a lot of heat for that. 
Oh, for like trying to for like jumping the gun, and then yesterday he he actually passed. You got what I need, I. But you say I'm just a friend. But you say I'm just a friend. Oh, baby, wrong version. What you mean? You singing the Mario version? I'm singing. Marvel, he doesn't it. No, because in the Biz Marquis version, he said, You say he's just a friend. Oh, yeah. You say he's just a friend. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, diff, it's a different. That's why. So the Biz Marquis version is, You, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Because the whole story is about him messing with a chick. <laughs> They clearly got like another, either another dude she's messing with or a boyfriend. Right. And so that's what he's talking about. The Mario version, which is a remake of it, is he's saying, you're saying I'm just a friend. So in other words, like he's the, he's in the friend zone trying to be more. Gotcha. See, this is why, this is why I keep telling your ass, you need to do your thing, but you don't want to (laughs) listen. Gotta find the time. We barely find time for this podcast. You want me to find? You want me to find time? You want me to find time for in the mix with Vix, and we can barely find time for all. But yeah, we gonna figure it out once we once we get a good pattern going with all. But yeah, maybe I can start in the mix with Vix. Find it. So I have a family house. Anyway, so yeah, y'all. So shout out to Biz. Marquis. Somebody did somebody else pass away recently? The mom from uh Parenthood. The mom from Parenthood. With Robert Townsend? Yeah, I, I know you're talking about, but I feel like it was somebody else though. Um Creole usually good at the old bits with celebrities and shit. I'm normally good with celebrity shit, period. At least mm-hmm. the stuff I care about. Mm-hmm. Oh my uncle Mark can tell you I'm definitely full of like just Knowledge that no one cares to hear. Man, Uncle Mark needs to go ahead and retire so we can get him on the show. Because <laughs> I think he would love it. I mean, Lil Mark was here. Maybe he can, we can get him to come back. Yeah, you're right. I know one thing was they officially, I know they uh, officially came back with the uh, official cause of death for DMX, which is what we well, knew. We already was. knew that, so. Yeah, we already knew what that was. It's just It just was officially confirmed. <sighs> Because you had some people who didn't want to admit that it was <laughs> tied on, to drug use, but everybody knows everybody demons and devils that they got to deal with. So we we already knew. So mm, I'm not seeing anything huh? recent. Recent babyface getting a divorce. No, not babyface. Babyface getting a divorce. I thought he said, "Soon as I come home, soon as I come home." Oh, that that song was probably dedicated to like his first or second wife. Wait a minute. Oh, this, wait a minute. How many times Babyface was married? He's been married like two of this. Uh, oh, this, this might have been like his second or third marriage. Yeah. Never mind. We ain't tripping off. Yeah, that. no, he's on. He was only married to this woman for like seven years. Yeah. Never oh, mind. Oh, um, Charlie Robinson from Night Court. He passed away. Who was that? Who you talking about? No, but who from Night Court? Oh, I remember him. Yeah, he passed away too. Oh man, he passed away four days ago. Mm, mm, mm. Damn shame. They clocking down, baby. They clocking down. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you gotta understand a lot of our um 
you know, a lot of our icons are getting up in age. I mean, granted, Biz Biz was only 57. Yeah. And DMX was only, what, 50? But, you know, but a lot of, some of our other icons, like, we we got to remember, too, like, they, they're getting up in age, too. Yeah, we got to remember that we're getting up in age. Oh, well, yeah, well, we're getting up in age, and therefore the people who were adults of our time, who were playing the parents of... The parents on television shows and things like that. Yeah, they're getting old. Like <laughs> when we were kids, they were like 30, 40 years old playing right. the parents. And now we're 30, 35 years old. So now so they're in like their 50s, 70s. 60s, 70s, stuff like that. Yeah, they're in like their 70s, 80s. So Ooh. we just, you know. Time, baby, time. Because everybody's like, oh my God, Cicely Tyson dies. Like, yeah, but she's also 94. Man, come on now. Cicely Tyson. <laughs> you know, you never want to see anybody go. <laughs> you don't, but it's like, God damn, Cicely. Hey, girl, I thought they forgot about your ass. I wish I never sent you that video. <laughs> I thought they forgot about you for a moment, bro. Damn, I, I thought they were, I, damn, I thought God forgot about it. <laughs> for real? Shit. I'm about to say, what you did? Who, who you pissed off? Uh no, but I mean, yeah. I mean we just gotta get it's a sad reality of getting older. It is. You know? It's just being like, damn. But then when you like look at the age, you're like, damn, it was like Yeah, it was up there. It was up there. Like I mean, um I had a dream. I can't think of his name, but from um Tales from the Hood when he passed. But I mean he was in his eighties. Who? Um uh, now you're gonna make me look it up. I can't think of his name. I'm about to say, who from Tales from the Hood? Tales from the Hood, the the um the funeral home, the dude from the funeral home. The um, when he died, he died a couple weeks ago, to a month ago. Man, you lying? You ain't know that? No, Charles Williams. I mean, I, Clarence I, Williams. I don't be, I don't be all on that like that. <gasps> no. Yeah, you didn't know that. I don't think we had a podcast when he passed. I didn't even know he passed. Yeah, man. He was sick? He's just old age, man. Just He died June 4th, so more than a month ago. Damn. How old was he? Um, he was... Hold on. Because I'm shit at math. He was 81. Bruh. So he had, he had age on him. Um, What they say he passed from? Shit. That man was in Tales from the Hood. He had colon cancer. Colon cancer. You know, every time I think of colon cancer, I always think about, am I wiping my ass right? You're so stupid. That has nothing to do with that. Well, I always think of that, though. It got to be. But I mean, look But I mean, look at him. I'm mean, like, do we ever like envision him being that old, though? No. I mean, no. But... Like, whenever you think about like the roles he's done, you think of like all the stuff he did when he's like, a little bit younger, like uh, like I, Tales uh, from the Hood and like um Half Baked. Oh yeah, he, he was, was Samson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But like then when they pass and they show like a recent picture of him, like you don't think of him as that old. And then you start remembering, like, well, you know, he hasn't done anything recently. And you that know, better, he hasn't men. I better start checking y'all assholes. That's all. It's so stupid. That's not how that goes. Your colon, your asshole, whatever. I'm pretty sure it does not have to do with wiping. No, wiping. I hope not. But you better wipe your ass, fellas. Well, I mean, yeah. Let me out here leaving crumbs. But damn. (laughs) So we lost him too. Yeah, we lost him about a month ago. Yeah. 
We lost anybody white? Um, not to my immediate knowledge. There's usually there's usually like a celebrity say, death oh, list. Oh, Raph, that's wrong. You shouldn't base off white, right? I just ask. Let's see, 2021 celebrity deaths. Is somebody not gonna do? Probably. I think so. Hold on. Yeah. So. Whatever, man. Nah, we we gotta go down that rabbit hole. But there was something that oh, let's see. Creole Pablo. Where is it? You and I can never define. Here we go. <laughs> okay. I was looking at the notes for the podcast. Oh, we get updates on you. Yeah. So look, y'all. Um, one of the things me and Creole we was talking about a while back was <laughs> how late is it to make a remake or remix? And we're talking about songs. Um, who was it? We was talking about the Go Go Crazy. So we're talking about the Go Crazy remix. So Chris Brown and your boy, what's his name? Young is Young Thug? Yeah, the whole song video was him and Okay. Like I know. Well, I'm explaining it to you. I'm feeding you information. Go. Say, we can quit hollering at me. We're fight. Yeah, because that's your bestie, Chris Brown. The way you going hard. I'm not going hard. Yes, you are. Between him and Tiger. And if I bring up if I bring up your boy Trey Song movie, then you wanna start swinging because you wanna talk about it's the best movie there is. So anyway, so that album, when did that album come out? Huh? When did that album come out? On his birthday last year. So it was uh, May 5th, 2020. May 5th, 2020, right? Song come out. Uh, go crazy. I like around. Oh, like around his birthday, whatever. So the beginning of May So, a damn remix Submerged between emerge, submerge, whatever. Between is with Chris Brown, Malato, Future, some other people. So, so we're sitting here and we're trying to figure out why. First of all, the remix is trash. And then it's like, why y'all coming out with a remix so late after the game? Like, it's been a whole... It's been a year, right? It's been more than... Yeah, it came out about a year after the song came out. A year after the song came out. They released it around like maybe There you go. So, what... Why? There, there should be a time limit on that. And plus, nobody, you're right. Nobody, <laughs> nobody did ask for it, but there should have been a time limit on it. 
And it should have been like, hey, you know, because back in the day when, when they had a hot song, a remix should probably follow by a week, two weeks the latest. Or maybe a month later. And then the remix will be fire. There's nobody I have yet to hear any remixes that like, man, they really killed that. Because nobody nobody takes pride in their work anymore. Man, there was a time when Wayne and T Pain and Kanye, you know, you had those get on your remixes, uh, it'll go down. Like uh for instance, give me that with Lil Wayne on it. I love it. It was on the same album. It was on the same album. And I love it. I listened to that version before any other. I listened to that version before anything. I love it. You hear me? Um, well, um, there you go. It was. Please stop. Let me stick my king in my niche, baby. What? Yeah, I know. But anyway, so so yeah, so um, I mean, it's just you know, some things is just like I said, some things should be just. Well, here's the thing. So undone. Okay, so here's the thing. Like back in the day, youngins, back in the day, remixes were like the thing to do. One of the kings of remixes was definitely Diddy. Because there was either a remix or there was a part two. Right, Because there right. was I Need a Girl part one. Because remember, I have to remind you of that. That there was a I Need a Girl part one and a I Need a Girl part two. Which I Need a Girl part... And both of them... And usually, I need... When there was a... Sometimes a remix will have like a slight difference in beat. And other... Because t- you'll have like two types of remixes. You either have a remix... That either was the same music, but featuring somebody else. Right. Or you had a remix that was the same lyrics, but different music. So you had those two types of remixes. And sometimes it'd be a remix and sometimes it'd be a part two. So you had the Ignition remix by R. Kelly, which that one was actually bigger. Because that was a lot of times where the remix ended up being bigger than the original because the original would just feature the artist by themselves and then sometimes the remix will then feature a rapper or something like that jumping on a track just like you said like with give me that but a lot of times they were recorded long ahead of time and actually released on the album when the album got released because like i said with chris brown's album he had give me that on the album and then at the very tail in the album because it all it usually was like a bonus track or right. whatever and at the end of Chris Brown's first album is the Gimme That remix and so which means they recorded it before they even released the album and then when it came time to make the video they released the remix version with Wayne Weezy Weezy Baby let me snap that smile at you because I had to explain that to Retro because I was playing Give me that. And he was like, well, where's Wayne's verse? And I was like, well, this is the original version. And he didn't know that the one with Wayne was a remix. That's the old old Wayne, baby. But you remember remember when they had like 50 like 50 versions of Touch It? Oh, 
Because that was like the all, because that was like the original one. That was the remix, and that was the all female one. That was like the all New York one. I don't know who was who. Oh, Re- remember trying to download that mess on LineWire, trying to figure out which one you wanted, right? Because you'd be pissed if you downloaded like, man, I ain't want the one with with Mary J. Blige on it. I want the one with Pat Poos on it. Oh man, talking about remixes, one of my favorite. Welcome to Atlanta remix. You welcome to Atlanta remix. Ooh. Oh, that yes. shit was so cool. Oh, I wish they had. Because Welcome to Atlanta was just about Atlanta, and then Welcome to Atlanta Remix was the different cities. I wish they had did one for New Orleans. Man, baby. I wish to. Wayne should. Wayne, old Wayne. I'm summoning old Wayne. I'm, if you're listening, do the remix, remix, and do, do, and you gotta do straight New Orleans. You heard me? You gotta talk about all New Orleans shit. Don't come anywhere where you at right now, motherfucker. You come down here. You speak about that shit. But I feel like there should be a time limit on remixes. Like, I feel like a year is entirely too long for a remix. It is. Because I feel like at that point, you're just like, I feel like six months sometimes is too mu- it's too long for a remix. It can be. Because. But if it does come out, it better be fire. It has to be fire. It has to be fire. Don't come. Don't come with a whole. Oh, it's been locked up for a year. But I'm telling you, it's hot. Yeah. And then I'm listening to it, then I'm like, it's not. No, that gotta go. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, I feel like maybe six months is the max. Is the, the max. And even then, like, the remix has to be hot, hot. This is the remix, the remix. Oh, Icebox. Amaria with mm-hmm. Usher on it. Oh, my yep. God. Usher killed that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that's like a Somebody, official remix. I don't think. I actually saw a post too. Yeah, I don't think it's an official remix either. I actually saw another post where they were asking which one was better, and they were talking about um, invented sex. I forgot there was a remix to that one. There's one. Yeah. There's a remix with Carrie Hilson and Usher mm-hmm. on it. I had to. I had to listen to it. That one's pretty good too. So yeah, that's as of like recent ones because you know like. As far as remixes, that that kind of concept, it kind of fell off around the 2010s. Right. Like, we didn't really hear that too much. You know why it fell off? Because there was a lot of bullshit that people did not want to remix properly. Well, and just having to pay for it. Because, I mean, we talking studio time and having to pay new artists. Because if we've already recorded a hit with just the artist by themselves, and now you want to talk about, we want to bring in big names. Like Nikki and Drake and Wayne and this one and that one. But then I think it also started being to a point where it wasn't artists just having fun anymore. Right. You know how back in the day, like you would hear a story about a song and it literally was just like, oh, yeah, I was we just happened to be recording in the same building and like pass and I stopped by to holler at them and. I heard the song they're working on. I was like, man, I need to jump on that shit. And they hopped on the song and just made the money off the back end. Like they just got a cut off the back end. But I think we've also probably killed that now. Also, is like these rappers and stuff out here now, they want like 250 grand off rip for a feature. <laughs> no, thank you. Like, I think that might have killed remixes also because. I think it just got too. I think maybe at one point it just got too expensive as far as like paying a producer to give you an extra beat and paying an artist to be featured on the remix or to 
you know, pay for studio time or the fact that, you know, that it's more about streaming than. Oh, yeah, no. You know, but I feel like with streaming, it would be a whole lot easier to like kick out remixes. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> no, I, I feel like that, too. But like I say. It all depends on the artist these days. But don't nobody want to remix after a year. Especially okay. not a mediocre remix. If it's trash, keep it where it's at. Like, Go Crazy was out way too long and was way too popular of a song. And it still gets heavy airplay now right? for you to have a remix. And then on top of that, it already featured somebody. It wasn't like it, wasn't like it was a song that was By just itself. Chris Brown. It was Chris Brown and Young Thug. So you already had the elements of having like an R&B rap duo on it. Unless you want to do uh, the Light Skin Ultimate Remix. You have Trey and Jake and Drake on there. <laughs> I mean, that might have been worth it. I'm sorry, y'all. We eating. We got a birthday party to go to, so we're trying to eat and record the podcast. And I'm probably gonna hop up and shower after this. Shout out to Mandarin Express, <laughs> Riverwalk, Lakeside. Oh, Lakeside. Mm-hmm. Lakeside. <laughs> Orange chicken, bourbon chicken, and no man. I'm trying to think of like good other good remixes from back in the day. Um. You had the uh, No, No, No remix with Destiny's Child. Because that was the other thing. With a lot of R&B songs, you had like the slower version. And then you had the club version was usually the remix. I'm confused. What's the No, No, No had a remix? Yeah. No, No, No. You didn't know that? I know. No, 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 No. And you think about the version with Wycliffe Jean, huh? How'd that version go? That's the more like upbeat version. What's my phone? No, no, no. You can't sing it. How it goes? Well, because it's... Uh... <laughs> don't worry about it. No, nope, I'm pulling it. it up. I want you to pull it up. Because... Don't you sing the difference? Because they don't sound different when you sing it. That's <clears throat> why it's a beat thing. So the beat is different. Mm-hmm. The beat more up-tempo. So this is the part one. <laughs> No, no. I oh, know that ain't the one I'm talking about. Now. You talking about this one? Yeah. This is the remix. Oh, okay. Well, part two. Well, That's part the one two. I mean we hear though. Right, because this is the party version. Hey, hey, man! I saw the fool get sued, girl. Man, we ain't look, we ain't popping enough for them to get us us. So we like no, 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 no. Yeah, so that's, but like you said, that's the version you heard on the radio. Right. But the original version they came out with was part one. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then you had the Jumpin' Jumpin' remix with Bow Wow rapping. That was tight. I liked it, that version. I like it. I like it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm down for them bringing back remixes. It's just that artists gonna have to humble themselves and stop asking for ridiculous amounts of money. What thirty thousand dollars on that remix? 
Boy, you better be glad you I want 250. My... I want 250 grand for eight bars. What? You better be glad I put you on my playing field. I'm like, hey, what's on this? I want two grand for, for me just to say my name at the beginning of that yeah, no. song. We good with that. We good with that. We are good with that. Now, uh, there's something that you put on here talking about fashion brands that are really wholesale purchase. You know what I'm talking about. You talking about? These Instagram boutiques. Oh. And when you look on that, it's just nothing but like the same stuff you see on Fashion Nova, but they like jack up the price. Or it's just up there. No, I, I have a fashion line coming out. No, you don't. That I designed. And no, you, you look don't. at the stuff and it's like all stuff that was that's on Fashion Nova. Yeah. I was like, no, you're a wholesaler, which is fine. It's still a business. Boo. But to sit up here and turn around and be like, these are my designs. Like, it's not a design. That's not a fashion line. And I'm and I mean, frankly, I mean, I'll just design something new. Because I see so many pages on Instagram that sell the same exact clothes. And they all sell them at different prices. And I get you trying to make a buck. But I'm not about to sit up here and pay like $75 for something you paid $10 a piece for. Hell no. And the first thing they want to holler is, well, you would pay that much for Gucci. Actually, I would not because I ain't got it. You know, I know my limits. I'm not paying for that either. Like some of this like um, Balenciaga tennis shoes and stuff like that. Y'all paying a grand for that mm. look like some old school felines. They just say Balenciaga on it. Because most of Balenciaga stuff is like the most simple streetwear with just Balenciaga on it. And people are paying out that ass for it. Out the and the first thing y'all holler is like, well, y'all would y'all would pay y'all would pay more for Balenciaga. I would not. Nope. You would. That's why you have started this bullshit business. If it's not on <laughs> after pay, I don't get it. Okay. No, no after pay. I don't get it. Straight up. Like I'm really not about to sit up here and like be buying like some flimsy fashion over outfit. You know. For like $75 after I didn't seen it on 10, 20 other right. Instagram boutiques. And it's not your line. Like, it's not a fashion line. Like, stop saying it's your fashion line. That's my other problem. It's your collection. It's your. It's not your collection. It's not your fashion it's line. You collection. did not stitch I would, it. I would say it was a collection. It's I mean, not that collection. It, you're just selling wholesale clothes. Like, you're no better than Fashion Nova or Fever 21. It's my closet. My choices. My personal preference, my picks. Yeah, your picks, maybe. Okay. Yeah, you're running a boutique, but like you're not, you didn't design it. You didn't stitch your anything. Your name tag is not on it. Yeah, like you you cannot show me a sketchbook where you drew up these clothes. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. Oh, well. And I'm sorry, guys. Like, as much as I want to support Black, I can't make myself buy things that I'm not going to use. Where did that come from? I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of people that I I feel bad that I don't I don't get to support. And it's not that I don't want to support them. It's just that they're not they're not providing something that I need or want. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's because there's been some people who's been like, oh, I sell this, I sell that, I make this, I make that. And I'm like, oh, that's really cute. I would love to support you. 
But I don't use that. You know, I don't. That's not me. <laughs> no, I, I, I get you there. Yeah. You know, I sell these shoes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, they're really cute. I, I but that's I don't wear that. Not my style. It just is what it is, you know. I mean, not. Nah, I ain't gonna say it. But anyway, what you was about to say? You about to be messing? No, I was just gonna say, you know, not every, not everything is made for you. Not everything is made for, for everybody. And right. I mean, yeah, someone can support you, but I mean, it's not for. Not everything is for everybody. Like you can't get mad that a guy won't buy eyelashes from you. You know, <laughs> well, you don't you support me, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> You don't buy eyelashes from me. He's like, well, I'm a guy. I don't do drag. Well, buy for your girl. I've been single for two and a half years. Like, well, just have some. And just when you have get some a girl, at your house just in case. Like, and you get a girl, then, you know. You know, it's like things like that. Well, you don't buy wigs from me. He's like, I don't, I don't wear know. wigs, you know. I'm not bald headed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have alopecia. I just can't. I, I just can't make myself drop five hundred dollars on a wig. I can't. Because <laughs> once again, this podcast ain't making that kind of money. Oh man! Oh no! <laughs> None. If anything, we put more money into it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's all right though? It's coming. So I guess since we been talking about music. You kind of stay with, stay on the music thing. Oh, we were talking about this the other day. What? What you think I'm about to talk about? No, no, I don't know. You said, "Oh, like you knew." Oh no, you talking about staying on the music thing? So I'm like, okay. Oh What's yeah. Up? Well, another discussion we were having was like, what, what, how far is too far with a copyright lawsuit? Right. Who you said getting sued? Chris, huh? Mm-hmm. But he's not the first one. But it was just like. I brought it up because it was it was a stretch. And like recently, there's been a lot of stretches as far as so-and-so stole I did for my song. Or so-and-so stole my song. And then you listen to the song and like, these sound nothing alike. What's the same vibe? So you assume somebody from a vibe? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry about that, you welcome guys. Welcome back, guys. Retro is trying to No, because the way we got it set up, I got a wire laying across me to keep the recorder plug and then there's it's plugged into a surge protector that's don't have a long enough cord to hang on the floor. So, you know, so I gotta if I whenever I'm adjusting move, I gotta move. It's just a lot of shit. But anyway, back to what you were saying. Hold on. Mm. No, you gotta There we go. Yeah, okay. Lost static. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I didn't expect mm, you to unsabotage us that fast. Anyway, she was going on about the whole uh, copyright lawsuit. Chris Brown supposedly so somebody recently, yeah, trying to sue for a line or mm-hmm. a word or something that he used in the song. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up. I have it in my says. Now, mind you, a while back they had your boy Robin Thicke with his song, Blur Lines. Well, let's go back to that. Yeah. So let's start off with that. Let's start off with history. 
Okay, so Robin Thicke had his song Blurred Lines and uh, the Marvin Gaye camp wanted to say that, oh, this song sounds a lot alike. You know, uh, what song was it? I can't think of the name. I can't think. It's one of them songs I never know the name of it, but But I know know the song. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, it gives it that feel. That vibe, but it's not. It's, it's not, not the verbatim same. The same. Yeah, same it's not beat. verbatim. The same t- music key is. It's none of that. It's blur lines, and then that song. Didn't they win off of that? Mm-hmm. And that's some crazy shit. And this is what people don't understand about court cases in a whole in a general when it comes to like lawsuits and things like that. So when a when a case is settled, especially if it's like new territory, if it's like something that hasn't been like argued before or whatever like that, the court every court case is is put into record to because each court case sets a precedence. So therefore when a lawyer has to fight a similar case, they can go and refer back to previous cases in order to say, well, see, you have to rule in my favor because you because it was ruled this way in such and such a case of uh, Marvin Gaye's estate versus Robin, Robin Thick. So by saying that a song that wasn't like an exact beat taken from the Marvin Gaye song to be blurred lines created this precedence that someone can claim that they took something from them that isn't exact, exact. Exactly. And so we start, so now we're in like this murky territory of, okay, so if I'm inspired by a certain beat or a feel or error or something like that, now I have to worry about if I create music with too many elements from other songs that then sound too much like another song. It's not the same beat. I didn't flat out take the beat, but it sounds too similar. So therefore you tell me I'm stealing it. And so, so that's like the dangers of like a lot of like lawsuits, because then if it does end up ruling and ruling being ruled one way, you're now setting a precedence of now other people can follow this. Hell yeah. I mean, <sighs> and so I. Let's go back to uh, Vanilla Ice. Right. Well, that one was pretty spot on, though. Well, it was. But he insists it's like this one difference. It is a one difference. <laughs> that interview is hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, it's like. Yeah, it's like ding, 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 and I was like ding, 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 like people knew that, and when you listen to it, you know it's under pressure by but Queen. Who I knew Queen was when I heard Queen. I like, damn, they stole uh, Ice Ice Baby song. 
Yeah, I found out about Queen and the whole you know, situation. Right. But yeah, so like that, that's blankly. Okay, that I can see. But what you talking about, oh, it sounds like or it feels like if it is not exact, if he did not take, if anybody did not take the song itself and redid it. Right. You get out of here. So now another thing that kind of set a dangerous precedence as far as music is I recently learned, I saw an interview with Cisco and he was talking about how they lost a lot of money on a thong song because they got sued by Ricky Martin. All because in the song, he says she was living La Vida Loca. And so he sued them for that. And it was like, how do you sue for that? Apparently you can't. And so how though? Cause Ricky Marcus has song. That's what his song, his lyric was. She's living La Vida Loca. Yeah. That's that was a thing. Uh-huh. And living La Vida Loca as well. But I think it translates to living the crazy life. Okay. So if I want to throw Spanish in there and say that, I can't say that phrase. Well, and I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So then if that's a court crazy. if a court turns around and says that, then yeah. So then they was like, Yeah, we lost a lot of money on it just from saying living la vida loca, which then sets a dangerous precedence because then it's like I can't take a single like like lyric or line and be like, You stole my you stole my like it's not even like a whole line, it's like a phrase. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a line. It's not a verse. It's not that. It's a phrase. So then you kind of starting to be like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so said it like I say it. So, I mean, he's kind of taking it from me. So you start like getting in these murky waters. That'd be like us taking one of our old rap songs and I go cross-reference with somebody who says something out of my rap and they saying their rap and I'm like, oh, uh, like let's see, um, if you like, don't know, love's about love is about pain and struggle, pain and struggle. Oh, somebody say pain and struggle in their song. I, I want my cut. Well, all back, all like back in what? the day. Remember when everybody was was saying skirt and screet and all that stuff like well. that. And easily somebody could have turned around and claimed like, oh, they can't use skirt because. That that's my thing, and I coined that, and I, they took that from me, and now they making money off of saying wasn't the word skirt. Wasn't the NFL trying to coin who that? Yes, like nigga, you don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it. they tried to they tried to place ownership on who that and be like, y'all can't use it anymore. But you know, so it's things like that. Oh yeah, uh, who that is copyrighted, so you can't do anything and. They wanted to send like cease and desist to places like Flirty Girl and, um, you know, you and all these like t-shirt shops and like y- y'all can't print anything that says who that because we own it. Never like you don't own who that like who that was a New Orleans phrase that they used to say at like some high schools and stuff like that. And then people started actually chanting it at the game. But the who that is not a trademark phrase by the NFL. And we and we had to fight that because it was dangerous for them to turn around and let the NFL do something like say we now own who that. And, you know, and to because then it would have led from them 
saying, well, we now own who that to we now own uh, the whole idea of 12th man, which is Seattle's thing. And, you know, and some stuff with college, like you can't use the phrase boomer sooner. You can't use go Tigers with the X and you can't use roll tide. And, you know, and you start you if and if that was to like be allowed then we start setting like a dangerous precedence of well now I could just like claim ownership of anything for real I, of any phrase of for any real. word and for say real. I now own it so now you have to pay me for it and you're not allowed to use it anymore and Poor that's tr- and that's actually a danger with music with oh well you use this phrase in your song and it's mine and it's like but it's not like a whole sentence. It's not. A, it's like two words. So getting back to what we were originally talking about. I'm taking the word porch monkey back from. Um, oh, boy. So the fight right now is. Chris Brown is being hit with a one point five million dollar lawsuit. For a, this is what the headline says. Chris Brown hit with one point five million dollar lawsuit for allegedly sampling dance hall song tight up skirt without permission. So in the song, not the beat, right? Not the beat, not, not any kind of music, not right. taking the chorus or a right. verse from it. Just from what? It's just literally just this one part of oh. privacy. Literally this part. It's over the it's over the phrase tied up skirt. This is the song. No. No. And we're talking about and we're talking about song two songs that made twenty years apart. This is one thing, okay. Privacy came out in 2017. It is 2021. So four years later, after this song was like a hit and played everywhere and all this stuff like that, we are now suing for a four-year-old song for just using the phrase tight up skirt. It would be like, if that's the case. And by the way, this is the first time uh, I let Retro hear the two. If If that's the case, then... The people who created Armageddon and Deep Impact should have tried to sue one another. Same thing you with friends with benefits and uh, no strings attached. Same thing. I was just saying, in the movie industry, you, you're telling me, I mean, in the movie industry. You know how many movies came out? It's exactly the damn same. Exactly the same. Italian job could sue takers for that, for that concept of blowing the street to uh, get a. Uh, Exactly. Because it was the exact same plan. Exact same plan. The exact same plan of blowing the street and having the armor truck drop to them under the street. Exact same plan. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're sitting here really trying to nip big over, like, you, 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 that's just ridiculous. That's trash. Well, I, I told you that's trash. That's BS. It's getting people. You you are getting desperate for money. You are getting desperate, 
at this point. And that's what it seems like to me. And I don't mean just like on that song. I mean, like on there's in numerous other cases, because there's been cases where there was like a woman who was like, Taylor Swift stole my song. And then when you listen to the two songs, like these don't even sound remotely the same. Like it's not even the same lyrics. Taylor, what song? I forgot. But, but I'm saying there's been so many cases like this where it's been like so-and-so stole my song. No. And you should have put up, you should have put out your song when you had it, but you didn't. Like there's a song, uh, Oh, man. I forgot what it was, but Justin Timberlake did it, and it kind of sounded like a song that I was trying to write at one point. And Ricky was like, "Ooh, man, um, yeah, we should have did that song because that, that song sounds just like the one that that sounds just like a song that you was trying to write and Justin doing." But hey, man, they laid dollar short. <laughs> so. But that's really how it's been, though. It's been there's been a lot of lawsuits similar. It's like, hey, I was writing this song that was similar to that. And they have a song now that sounds a lot like my song. And it's like, who do you know who knows this person that could have possibly leaked your shit to them? Consider the fact that you never met them before in life. Right. And like I said, for you to play that song you just played for me. No partner. They better not. Better not win that. And but and that's what I mean by setting by the possibility of setting a dangerous precedence because if that does go through, we now run a risk of we now run a risk of them saying now a whole bunch of people going, Well, you took my lyric. Mm-hmm. And so then then we also start straddling. We start straddling the idea of what's paying homage, what's inspiration, right. and what's sampling. Because now we're calling everything sampling. Like that would be like me saying, that'd be like me saying, uh, need a stack and go crazy. Like every bounce artist needs a check off of that. Like it's not, none of them have like a definitive bounce beat that we could put a thumb on and say it's exactly this song but it has a bounce feel and you know so do you say oh do you because then you all I feel like as far as like local sound you also run the risk of stifling the growth of your style right because if we turn around and we sued for everything that sounded the least ounce bit of like bounce music, will we really be able to like disperse bounce music anywhere? Because mm-hmm. yes, some people like Big Frida and people people are starting to like Big Frida, but like people are really, really, really even more starting to like the bounce beat after Nice for What, In My Feelings, Wobble Up, Need a Stack, Go Crazy. My thing is I just want... I have no problem them using it. But as long as you pay homage and pay the people that you're using or sampling from or whatever the case may be. Right. That's all that matters to me. Do that. I just found out S80 made the beat for Go Crazy, which makes all the sense in the world. So, right. Which is fine. So then we have a New Orleans producer. Right. 
who made this track. this track that is like nationally known with the bounce beat on it. Oh, I say, I'm down. I can't for say it. the same for Wobble Up because Wobble Up is flat out monkey on that dick. Right. <laughs> but since that, I haven't heard any lawsuits, album's been out for two years now. I mean, who gonna sue it? Like, and it was put, and it was put, look and it was put out as a single. The video has Dan Rue in it. So, I mean, only person who would sue would be. Uh, I know you saw his family, right? Which and, they can because copyright law says that. Well, I'm pretty sure that they got they clear. They had the, you got to get probably it, got, got clear. clear. Yeah, and my thing is, it gets tricky when you start talking about producers because the artist is not responsible for the beat. Right? No, it's the producer. It's, producer. it's it's up to the producer to clear the beat. Right. So yeah, no, most likely they got that cleared up before they went out because I can't see them, you know, letting that go. Come on, trust me. You don't think that we was going to not hear about this song? That man came here on tour in August of 2019. Somebody from New Orleans would have said something when he performed Wobble Up. That's right. Instead, everybody was in the Smoothie King Center Shaking that ass. I saw so many, so many chicks on the headstand on the floor. And Creole was one of them. I was not. I wouldn't know because I wasn't there. I was not. I, I would not know because I wasn't there. I was not. I was wearing sheer pants and have forgot have forgot my shorts to go underneath them. Sure. So that was not gonna happen. <laughs> she forgot her shorts, you guys. I was already trying sure. to be comfortable walking around with sheer pants with my underwear showing. Like I said, and she was right there with them. Whatever. I needed that concert during that time. So that you did. But, you know, it was all good. But like I said, it, it's if it's going to get to that point, like you say, where you can't even say shit, where I weren't about getting sued, you're, you're going to just you're going to kill the, the music industry. Because right now, I'm sure I'm sure this definitely got killed, especially since it, they won the same song together. But. It would be a similar situation if Wayne came for Tiger for using one of his lines in Loyal. What do you say? He said, he said, like okay. how she brought up Tiger, huh? No, anyway. but I'm saying, but I'm saying it yeah, probably no, no, was no, clear no, because yeah. they were on the same song, but yeah. he said, okay, let's talk about these. I said, I'm car- carrying all these carrots like I'm a fucking vegetarian. Remember? Right. That's Wayne's line. But then right after that, he said, shout out to Weezy F. So I'm pretty sure Wayne cleared it. But I'm saying if Wayne wasn't on the song, if Wayne had cleared it, if Tiger wasn't part of Young Money. It would have been an issue. It would have been an issue. Yeah. If that was, you know, just saying similar. And I mean, that's more, that's a longer phrase than tight up skirt. It is. And living la vida loca. Like that's what? literally a line. What was that song they had back in the day? It was Lionel Richie. It was Hello. Mm-hmm. And there's another song that sounds just like it. Mm, I do remember hearing about that case. I forgot about that one. I do remember mm. hearing about that, though. Them two songs. Lionel killed them nigga song. That's a, he, he, he did. He did Jamie Foxx on that ass and like, hey, we're going to muff this song out and we're going to push mine. Well, yeah, and well, and that's when we had. I think that's when we had also started talking about payola yeah. and stuff with music now because I, I was explaining 
Because Retro wanted a, a explanation of what payola was. And I was explaining that it was payola is the scene from Dreamgirls where Effie creates one night only. And then Curtis and them make Dina and then make a, a club version of it. And then go around to all of, all of the uh, radio stations with money. Uh, push this record. Money pinned to the to her record saying, yeah, push this record. And people were like trashing Effie's record for Dina's version of One Night Lonely. I say, hello, Lionel Richie. Sample, maybe? Um, maybe I should. It wasn't her little sample. I want to say. I want to say the other dude's song came out first before her little. Um. Just type in inspiration. I don't know. Type in hello, Lion Richie hello verses. Verses. It might come up. Final verses. Uh, let's see. Wikipedia might be able to tell me like all the shit that went by. Come on, man. Creole usually, but this was this is not one I remember. Hold up, y'all. Just keep talking. You're leaving a lot of data. You, I'm trying to pull this thing up, man. Uh, Richie, hello. Because I remember that shit. I said, wait a minute, that sounds like so and so song. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm I'm looking at it. The song later inspired a lawsuit by songwriter Marjorie Hoffman White, who accused Richie of plagiarizing her 1978 composition of I'm Not Ready to Go. What? For the song Hello? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it have the song? No. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it was it was here we go. There's a lot of there's a lot of cases like that though. Go ahead and let that dog know. <laughs> I don't find because it was it was him and it was another guy. Because that's a whole nother category in itself. Where you have songs that were written for other artists and then got promoted mm-hmm. bigger by other artists. Because, of course, that happens to a lot of black uh, black artists with white artists, you know. And because remember, we was watching um, One Night in Miami. And remember, they were like getting on Sam Cooke, like, man, you selling out and you writing for white artists. And he was like, man, because I want to be. He said, like, I want to hold a recipe. He said, I want a piece of pie. He said, I want to own the recipe. Mm. And, and so he would, and he was talking about like an artist. He's like, yeah, so-and-so. He's like, yeah, so-and-so song was big. He's like, you want to know how high it charted for him? It, it charted at um, number 50 something. He was like, he was against selling the song too. He said, then he sold it to so-and-so. And you know what? He took that song to number one. 
Mm-hmm. And you know how much more money number one makes? A hell of a lot more than 54. Hello. And guess what? He ain't mad at them royalty checks. Thank you. So, I mean, yeah, that's a whole nother thing of like artists who then remake someone else's song and but make that's it fine. bigger. Uh, that's fine. As, as long, long as, as you, paid. as long as, yeah, as long as you're paying as long the person. As, I get paid. as long as you cutting the person in on it, cutting it, get their royalties. I think at the end of the day, they get to a point where they don't care. <laughs> no, nah, I heard on an interview that, um, um, what's her face was mad at uh Kanye for through the wire. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't she wasn't happy she with that she, either. She didn't like that she, was oh some drama. God, he messed up my song, but yeah, she started getting that money from behind it. Well, yeah, but it was kind of tricky because he tweaked it to say through the wire. Through the wire. It wasn't through the wire. It was through the fire, huh? Hers is through the fire. So, yeah, that one was a little sticky, too. But I think she ultimately got paid from that. I guess she was going to get paid. Yeah. But I was also watching Drunk History, where they were talking about um, Rapper's Delight. What about her? And they were talking about how they got sued for the music for, uh, for Good Times. Cause you know, cause you know, it's just them rapping over the beat for good times. Good times, mm-hmm. damn, it is. But I mean, but that's what they used to do back in the day. Well, yeah, back that's... before rap like really took off. Yeah, you rap over other people beats. You rap, yeah, you rapped over the the, the music the breakdown on yeah. the record, and you know the DJ would just loop it, and then they would rap over it, but. Because rappers' delight became so big, so big. Because at first they didn't care because it just was a neighborhood thing. Oh, these knucklehead neighborhood kids—they're just making mixtapes. They're not making money off of this stuff. You know, they're just rapping in the park or at the block party. It's not yeah, that big a deal. They could do that. But as soon as rappers' hit. delight became it. like an actual record that was being sold and being played on the radio, you know, they was like, "Oh hell no, we want our money." You know, see hip hop. I hear it to the hip, to the hip, hip hop. You don't stop the rock to the bang, bang, boom, sit up, beat to the wood, and took it to the beat. Now, what your hit is not. I was it freak out. Uh. Freak out. So she. Freak out. No, but it was the same group. But yeah, no, I might have. Yeah, it might be good times. No, but, it, was, it had to be good times. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same group. But yeah, no, but that's what happened. Like, they didn't care about them doing that until. They made rappers delight and record you recorded it and it was like, oh, this is becoming big. It's climbing up the charts. It's selling, it's selling. Because that's the other thing, too, is no one cares about something being sampled unless it starts making money. Of course. If the thong song didn't make money, Ricky Martin would, ha- would not course, have cared. Man, he would not care. If privacy was not a big song, that uh, that uh reggae artist would not have cared. Ain't nobody some ain't nobody somebody. Right. You know what I'm Shoot somebody, something like that. That's all that is. But nobody the only time they care is if it's a big song. If blur cares. lines, if blur lines didn't was not as popular as it was, they, oh, they would not care. have cared. No, they looked over. They were like, whatever. They might, oh, whatever. That's cute. I like the old school sound. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, most definitely. So I can probably almost guarantee you somebody's gonna attempt to sue for leave the door open. Um, uh, somebody's gonna try. The- 
Man, that's just my song. I, I left. I left my. I left the door open. It, was, in, it sounds in, a lot like Chevy. a. It sounds like a. It sounds like a a a, a B side track I made back right. in 1962. Well, so how did how they go? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That don't sound nothing like it. Hold up, listen to it. I used the lyric. Leave the door open. <laughs> leave the door open and shut the fan. What? <laughs> It wasn't a hit, but obviously the boys heard it, sampled it, whatever y'all mm-hmm. boys do. Y'all know what you, you chopped it up, you put it in the song, try to make your, I want, I want $50 dollars. Right. Can I get two free CDs? <laughs> <laughs> Autograph. <laughs> Man, get out of here, bro. But it's the truth. Like, the, the only songs that get sued for are the ones that hit big. Well, yeah, that's, that's the ones you go for. You don't sue them. You don't sue for the ones that ain't, ain't shit. But if it was like some B-side record that was just like on the album that didn't come out as a single, single no one would have cared. Mm-mm. I don't think Messy Maya's family would have cared if Formation was just like a track on Beyonce's album that didn't come out. No. No. <laughs> And that's really the big thing. It's when they, it's when they see they can cash out. But my thing is this, though. I shouldn't have to see them cash out. You know what y'all doing. Don't try to be sneaky about it. If you know you're taking something of mine and using right. it, pay up. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, and I mean, there's been a lot. There's been enough cases where people people have been easy about that because. Recently, it hasn't been about beats. It's been these small lawsuits of you took a word. From me, or it sounds like something I would have written. I know. It hasn't been flat out beats recently because they know better at this point. And then she starting on about these lyrics, man. Nigga, if I did not say your full verse, bitch, get out of here. Lord. Man, I'm about to sue that nigga because he said and the way I say it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Man, y'all, y'all, y'all with that. Kiss my ass. But, um, that shit crazy. But that's it, though. Yeah, we should be. Yeah, we had a good podcast. Yeah, we do. We it always have a good, good thing. Yeah, we always have a good podcast. Eh, the last ones were kind of weak. Whatever. Anyway, you guys, we want to thank you for once more tuning in to all. But yeah, um, please keep on downloading on all platforms. Like I say, we're still working out with this whole scheduling situation. Um, Y'all don't listen to soon. us. We're going to get depressed and we're going to hate ourselves and we're going to quit. I don't know what she's talking about. But hopefully soon. <laughs> Sorry, uh, hopefully, hopefully soon we'll be setting up the um actual location for us to start recording um video and start stream not streaming, but put it on YouTube for you guys to get the visual behind the what goes on with the podcast and everything. So we're working on that soon. Um so yeah, I mean Got a lot of things that we're working on behind the scene, but we haven't forgot about y'all. Please don't forget about us. We love y'all. We thank y'all. We appreciate every one of y'all for listening, downloading, subscribing, tuning in. Like I say, share um, us on your social media. Please do. Please share us. We're here. Tell we're people about us. So, um, number love from your boy Retro and Creole. Got anything else to say you want to say, Korea? We love you guys. Keep loving us back. Yes, bring the love. Peace.